What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Wise Fish Podcast. It's been a while. Uh, we're going to change the format a bit. Uh, I've still got my friend RJ Maxi with us today. Uh, he's going to be joining us as we talk through the latest gaming news. We're going to change it up a little bit, just talk about what's been going on. Uh, it's uh, a bit of a tough time at the moment, so we're all in self-isolation. Uh, how, how's it going for you, Rob? Self-isolation is just sort of natural for us, though, isn't it? Like... Yeah, true. I, I don't see any real difference <laughs> apart from the fact that I'm not going to work as much. But um, My life has not changed. <laughs> no, no, it's when they're on the news and they were just all sort of like, uh, I mean, you know, people can speak to each other on online platforms, you know, like Skype. And uh, it didn't mention Discord. And I was just no. like, I've been doing that for years, like since MSN. So yeah, back in yeah, the, the mid 2000s, <laughs> nothing has changed. <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, so it's weird at the moment, but it does mean that we get to play a bit more, uh, some some more games, and uh, we're going to be talking about some of the latest releases that came out this week, as well as some that came out last week that we've, uh, I feel like they've uh, been sort of forgotten about a bit. Um, so yeah, we're just going to jump straight into it. All right. So this week we've had two big launches of games. So we had. Doom Eternal, which launched on Friday, and we also had Animal Crossing launch on Friday as well. Um, I've got both of them, and uh, I've got a lot to talk about. But uh, Rob, what was what were you most excited for, or was neither of them standing out for you? Um, both of them stood out to me. I would actually quite like to get both of them. I don't have any of them at this point in time because yeah. um, the situation of the planet. Yeah, but um. I've played Doom 2016 and it's a very good game. So I yeah. obviously I expected Doom Eternal to just be the same but like more. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And I think Animal Crossing is quite a appropriate game for this point in in the history <laughs> that we're currently living through. So I've never played an Animal Crossing before though, so I've, I've always wanted to to try what it's like. Yeah, I've got to admit, uh, I've never really played. An Animal Crossing. I had, a, a, I've played like a friend's version of it, um, you know, on their console and stuff, and I, I enjoyed what I played. But I thought, you know, with everything that's going on at the moment, it is probably the best time for them to launch it. It's probably a conspiracy about how Nintendo were the ones that <laughs> caused all of this to happen, so everyone can play it. But um, yeah, it's probably the most light-hearted thing that we could have at the moment but then you've also got doom which is like the complete polar opposite <laughs> of it and you know i think it's the best launch for both of them because one you can be like super aggressive lay it all out and then next mm. minute you can plant a little farm next to your house <laughs> and uh they both they both serve each other well um but yeah yes i did enjoy their crossover of marketing as well which was yeah <laughs> which was good yeah, to see it's perfect so yeah. perfect. Um, so, uh, if you had to pick one, though, which one would you pick? I know they're completely different, but which one would you have to pick? Um, the one that I've been more tempted to buy, I think, would be Animal Crossing, which is kind of, uh, I guess, it's like the less likely um, choice because I obviously I've played Doom before. Yeah. But I think like it would just be like a more of an escape thing and something that you can play a bit longer without like getting high blood pressure and yeah, yeah, exactly. your, you know, yeah your I, can't, I, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've raged at uh, Doom Eternal. Um yeah. it, it's a, it's a fantastic game and I wouldn't change anything about well no I changed one thing about it and that's the Marauders which uh, are just a pain in the ass but the the overall game, yeah, it certainly gets your blood boiling, which is why it's so perfect that I think Animal Crossing released exactly at the same time because it gives you something to relax, relax yeah. to. Um, but I do find it interesting that yesterday we were looking at an article and it said that actually all Nintendo's Nintendo Switches across the whole of the UK have completely sold out now. Really? Yeah, like wow. completely gone. And I wonder if it is related to Animal Crossing or if it's just because of the whole situation that they've got going on right now yeah well possibly well that's going to be big sales for animal crossing if that's the case yeah no <laughs> but i mean it, it on one hand it doesn't surprise me because animal crossing is one of their biggest like games i don't really mm. know why because you know i thought you know uh zelda and mario would be their biggest ones but the the amount of people that talk about animal crossing and stuff like that it's insane um so it must have really been one of those games that really shaped a lot of people yeah i mean it's only it's a, a franchise that i was only made aware of like 
probably within the last few years. Not that I ever bothered to play anything from there. Yeah. So it's intriguing, I guess. But I guess it's a game that can literally not end if you don't want it to. Yeah. Like well, it ends when you, you want to stop. So I guess that's where the value of it comes from for, for people that can play it forever. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's got a 91 Metacritic score from critics and it's got seven to 7.2 score by uh users and i found that really interesting because i thought it'd be right. the other way around and like you know critics say there's too much water and stuff like that um but it's really weird seeing some of these things like apparently you're only allowed one island so if you've got people who also own the console you're limited to yeah. just that one island and you're not allowed to change much about it and i mean i've right. only I'm the only one that's played it at the moment but mm. for me that's a bit you know if you've got kids and you you just bought the one Switch that's a bit of a, a bit unfair yeah. I mean that could be completely wrong and someone's got it completely wrong but I mean there's quite a few people on here that are saying that so that's a bit yeah if you're sharing the game that's a bit shit yeah, yeah. especially if you've got kids and stuff like that who want to share the console I've heard it's a bit slower to start with of the reviews that I've seen of it. Not that I would know what it's like to start normally, but yeah, that's the problem. I've got nothing to compare it to, really. I've played a little bit, but it wasn't like from the beginning. It was just like sort of midway through. So mm. um, the the one thing I will say is that uh, they've got this. It's a great system, but um, it goes by real time. So you know, the sun rises at the same time your sun rises. So. You know, I was on yeah. it this morning and it was sunrise about seven o'clock or something like that. And then it sets and stuff like that. But the problem is that everything is in real time. So if it says, "Oh, thank thank you for buying a house, you will receive it tomorrow," you suddenly got to wait twenty four hours to to get that house. Yeah, and, you know that kind of just slows everything down. It feels like a mobile game then. You know, yeah, you've got to wait for that timer. There's a point where in the game where you're done, I guess, because there's nothing more you can do unless you want to put the clock forward. But yeah, that's a bit of a pain. Uh, yeah, and they figured something out, didn't they, or something like uh, you can't get seasonal events. But then I think people were saying, you know, they were going to come as DLC anyway. So even if you right. put the clock forward, it's not going to be there because they haven't released anything yet. Um, True. Yeah. So there's always that. But yeah, so well, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I think it's a good game to play right now. Um, but then there's Doom, Doom Eternal's got the same thing as well. It's got 90, 90 on critics and seven seven point six on user, which is surprising, really. Yeah, I'll just link to a video in um, down below. Of, uh, <laughs> you watch it in your own time, obviously. But eighty seven year old grandma shows three and a half hours plus on Animal Crossing Town. Oh my god. On. Yes, and I mean, a wide, wide audience for this type of game, as you can see, obviously, so it's probably why it's that so is popular. insane. Yeah. Oh, good probably for her. Yeah, exactly. Keep herself isolated with this one, then, if she's, yeah. uh, she's still, hopefully she's still going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. That's, was that a 3DS, though, so? Yeah, don't yeah. Know how old days. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. Well, hopefully she's playing this one, though, and enjoys it as much. Yeah, hopefully. Although, what's that? How long? 3,500 3, hours. What's that in real... That's, that's a few years. Yeah. <laughs> a few God. years of gameplay. <laughs> oh, my God. Started when she was 60. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But anyway, so... Um, yeah, so also Doom released, and that's getting a lot of praise from what I saw on Twitter. Um, although, again, on the... The Metascore, it's got uh, only 7.6, which means it's just, you know, above average. Um, which is really weird, because I think it's a much better title than 2016, by a long shot, because it's changed a lot of things around. Um, but that's really interesting, 7.6. Well, okay, the top the top vote with one here is Bethesda is a curse at its current state. Oh, okay. It's about Bethesda. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, we won't take that into account then. <laughs> Basically, Bethesda, the, the, the game curse. the game is great, but Bethesda suck. So, right, so <laughs> same, yeah. same old stuff. So it's like any other epic, epic stores game as well. Game's um, good, service is bad. Yeah, basically. Fair but enough. yeah, I'd I'd highly encourage it. But my god, it's much harder than uh, 2016. Right, and I don't know how hard you 
found that game. Did you find uh, that hard at all? Or? It's tricky, yeah, sometimes. It's just, f- like, flinchy and stuff like that. Yeah. I found that uh, I hadn't played on PC for a while, and uh, trying to play that game first time with a keyboard and mouse was just extremely tricky. Well, I'll try it one day, and rage. Rage away. Yeah. <laughs> when all of this is over, then you can yeah. start, like, <laughs> trying to have fun with it <laughs> right now. It's probably not the best thing. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, also, last week we had the release of Ori. Uh, I can't remember the title of this one. Was it Ori and the Will-O-Wisps? I think that's the one. Or is that the last one? Yeah, Will-O-Wisps. That's the new one. Which looked, released on the 11th of February. Uh, did you did you know anything about this game? Or? Not really. No. Tell me about it. Oh, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I didn't even realise it came out. That's the problem. I played the original, and I really enjoyed that one. But then um, the, this, I've this seen, one just snuck up on me. So, I, yeah, I've, I've I've seen the um, like original one advertised. What what is this type of? It's what a, is the game basically? It's a platform adventure, Metroidvania type sort of uh, thing. See. You know, you know, puzzle your way through. You get upgrade abilities and stuff like that, and you just work your way through. It's got a great, great, nice, great, nice. That's not that's not a thing. It's got, <laughs> uh, it's, it's got a great soundtrack. It's got a really emotive like theme and uh, story to it. It's it's really nice to play. I got halfway through the first one and then stopped. I don't know why. I think other things came up, but I just feel really bad because it's got a nine out of ten on Steam. It's yeah. got four point nine on Google. It's got nine out of ten on Metacritic. I think it is or something like that. But I just completely forgot about it. And now you've got Doom and you've got um, Animal Crossing. I feel like it's just been forgotten about, which is just a real shame. Yeah, it didn't come out in a in a good time. I mean, you can get it on the Xbox Game Pass, which is always good. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's just I think it's just unfortunate launch time. It looks but really nice graphically. It's got it's got a great art style. I'm surprised yeah. that they didn't try and release it in the next gen, but. Um, I guess the Xbox One can handle it, so uh, why not? Yeah. Exactly. Which brings us on to... Oh, also we had Warzone launch, Call of Duty Warzone, which was free to play. Have you, yeah. have you tried any? Or? I played a little bit of it, like one or two ga- two games maybe. Yeah, what do you think? It, it's After, fine. It, it took ages to download it. So. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> what was it, 100-odd gig or something? Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's Just massive. one game mode. Massive. I can't well, believe that. There's two game modes. That's not an excuse. Oh, <laughs> for, shit, wow. for the <laughs> 50 gigs each. Well, I think there's three now because I think they've added solos. That's another that's... 50 gig, though. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane, though. But did you enjoy it? or? Um, yeah. I mean, it's a Call of Duty game. If you like Call of Duty games, you'll like the gameplay and the gunplay. Yeah. Um, and it's a battle royale. So if you like that, you'll like this, I yeah. guess. It's the game for you. I don't know, I've just gone off Battle Royales now. I think Apex was the one that really like stood for me, and then that, that just sort of drifted off a bit. I lost interest, mm. and since then I've just had no real interest in going back. So No, I mean, that's the one thing that when I was playing it, I was like, I would rather be playing Apex, because the gunplay is more fun, in my opinion. In fact, you can slide around and there's abilities and stuff like that. I think yeah. it's more interesting to me than just a straight uh, shooter, run and gun sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the gameplay and I just didn't feel like it did anything that was different. Yeah, I mean, the gulag thing, I think it's called the gulag, it's quite cool. So after you die, after a certain amount of time, you get thrown into a, a prison cell place. Oh, right. Um, where you go against a one-on-one with someone else who's died. Oh, and if you cool. win that one-on-one, you come back into the game. Oh, fight which for, I, for survival then, I guess. Yeah, that's so cool. that's cool. That's a good addition. I like that yeah. idea. I'd That's lose a, every time, but you know. I would lose every time as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at one one on ones. No, uh, I panic too much. <laughs> Sweat, sweaty hands, <laughs> slip yeah, yeah. off my mouse. <laughs> Your mouse flies on the other room. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god, I've lost. Um, yeah, I can't do it. Which is because there's an enemy in Doom Eternal, which you probably see everywhere, called the Marauder, which is basically you've got to counter it so it charges at you its eyes go green and then you're meant to attack it then otherwise it just resists everything else of yours right and you know doom's a fast game Mm. 
and there's like when you're one on one in that, it's just it's sweaty bum time, you know. <laughs> just, <laughs> sweaty bum time, <laughs> sliding off your chair. Yeah, you were literally if you've got like a leather chair, you will be flying around the room on that thing. <laughs> it is, it's yeah, it's so irritating. It's probably the most rage-inducing thing about the game. Uh, I don't like it, but yeah, so one-on-ones, no, not for me. Um, so, But yeah, do, do you recommend uh, Warzone, or is it just sort of like one of those, if you like, card? Yeah. Well, yeah, the thing is, like, it is free, obviously, so yeah. it's always worth a go, but the thing is, it is sort of kind of pay-to-win, in a way, because oh, if you have um, Modern Warfare, so if you buy it, you get to bring your loadouts into the battle royale. Oh, I see. So you get to bring like the guns that you're used to and that you've upgraded and that you can play well with. You can like do like a drop ship and whatever, and they can they can come into the game and you can use them. All oh, right. So you get an advantage if you have a modern warfare, but it is free. Otherwise, I mean, I guess if it's free, you can. It's always worth a try, but. Bear in mind, like if you want, if you really want to get into the game, you probably will have to buy Modern Warfare. Yeah, I think that's the problem though with Activision is that they've been found out many times, especially with the Call of Duty series, is that they put paid players against the free players to show off, like you know, all the all the stuff you could get, you know, mm. sort of like that conveyor belt. This is the stuff you could have. Yeah, um, and then it just makes the experience a bit unfair. You know, you're playing against some kid that just bought that, that you know has just spent money on the game loot boxes and stuff like that and then they're putting up against someone who's just wanting to try it i think that may be a bit unfair but i don't know I, do you think this could be the the future of call of duty because for me i think they're better off doing this um i mean yeah potentially like i guess i suppose so i mean i i, I don't really know uh what? <laughs> You're right. You've got tongue tied. <laughs> no. What do you mean? Like um, futures well, and just battle royales? No, no, no. I mean like the the free to play sort of marketing. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh, I could see that definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like if they've got one coming out every single year, yeah, um, they're probably better off just doing a a free like a Fortnite style to it, and then you just mm. throw in the team deathmatch and all the other stuff. Um. Personally, I think that's the way they should go. But then you've got all the problems with how much monetization they're going to have as part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, for now, I guess it's worth a, a shot. But bear in mind, you will have to, if you want to get into it, you got to buy the game, and then you've also got to buy the battle pass on top of that. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, of course, the battle pass. It's money in it. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which. Uh, well, it doesn't bring us on to, but I'm going to move on to it anyway. The the PS5 and the Xbox Project X spec reveal was uh, yes was this week, and uh, it was probably the most boring couple of hours I've ever experienced, to be honest. Especially the PlayStation Five one. Did you watch god. any of it? Or? Yeah, I watched a bit of it, and it was just oh my god! It was like a tech person's wet dream, but yeah, anyone but... else expecting the the reveal of the actual console? It's probably the most boring thing to ever watch really yeah it just seemed like there were it was like a conference for developers and they just let everybody else in but they didn't yeah change anything to make it more interesting and like the playstation 5 decided to have a presenter that was an android that yeah <laughs> spoke with one tone of voice for the whole thing it was very yeah. very um uncomfortable <laughs> it was painful it was really really painful and to be honest i didn't get anything out of it no, neither did I. I mean, we knew the specs kind of anyway. Yeah. Um, but I've got the spec sheet here, and the only thing I can take away from it is that the Xbox Series X is, on paper, looking better yeah. than the PlayStation 5. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I'll go through some of the stuff here, but, I mean, most of it's just... I'll just sound like that guy from the, the, the reveal. <laughs> it's so techy that... Yeah, yeah. You know, unless you know what you're talking about. So you got... The, the PlayStation 5's got a CPU of 8 cores, 3.5 gigahertz, and AMD Zen 2. And then the Xbox Series X has just got an extra 0.3 gigahertz, which kind of does make a little bit of difference. But mm. yeah. And then the GPU, you've got these, you got, which is the big difference. You've got PlayStation 5's got 10.3 teraflop, whatever the hell that is. And uh, 
the the Series X goes up to twelve teraflop. I, I don't know about you, but I just recently built a PC and uh, I was going through all the GPUs, you know, twenty twenty eighty mm. and stuff like that. I didn't once see anything that said teraflop. What's a teraflop? I have no idea what a teraflop is, but apparently you've got all these console like loyalists and stuff saying, "Oh, we got more teraflops than you." Like, I don't know what a teraflop is. If someone could explain what a teraflop is, that'd be amazing. But yeah, it's I mean, not, not something you hear on PC gaming, is it? I've never heard it in my life, and suddenly now you've got Xbox and PS5 going on about how many teraflops they've got, and I'm thinking, does it? What does it mean? So. A teraflop is a unit of computing speed equal to one million million floating point operations per second. So that has not actually <laughs> helped me understand help. it anywhere at all. <laughs> I still don't know what it is. Like what, one million is it million RAM? Like how I, much uh, GPU RAM has it got? It doesn't say oh. anything about it. Like has it got eight gigabytes of RAM? Has it got six gigabytes of RAM? Because RAM in uh, GPUs that makes all the difference. But mm. I ain't got a clue what that means. <laughs> um, so, yeah, apart from that, they got the same RAM. The only thing that was different that made the PlayStation stand out was that apparently they've got a super-fast SSD, which yep. um, the La- Last of Us director and all the, the game techs have said that it's a, it's a game-changer because of how yes. fast it's going to mean, mean games. But, I mean, it, it, is it worth it? I mean, Yeah, and I think... Um I mean, a lot of the people who were saying it's a good thing were from Naughty Dog and Insomniac, so obviously they are Sony exclusive. Yeah, I mean, they've, developers. Got, to, they've got to kind of so, praise it. You can't be like, oh, well, Xbox is better. <laughs> take it with a pinch of salt. Um, yeah, exactly. What they say. So, but I don't know. Potentially, maybe the SSD is um, more important than we think. The only problem I find with it is though that one they're still doing one terabyte, which. You know, it's fine. It's like standard for consoles now. But yeah, I mean, if you look at Call of Duty, that's uh, what's that? Hundred hundred gigabytes. So if you've got next gen games which are all coming out at a hundred gigabytes, mm. you can fit ten games, if that. Yeah, that's still yes. not great. And then that's how do you enough, upgrade? You got to keep like swapping them around. If you've got that, they get about well, like eight big titles a year, maybe more. That's going to fill up, especially if you've got the Xbox Game Pass as well. True. Um, yeah. One terabyte. But they did say that there's going to be a way that you can compress the games into like a compressed folder. Okay. And still be able to play them. Now, if, if they have got that, I don't know, I think it may just be a rumor, but if they have got that, then that's really interesting because that means that you can get tons of games on. Um, so that should be interesting. Well, hopefully, because like what the PS5's only got... 820 gigabyte SSD. Yeah, and you got to take away a few because then they got yeah, the, the operating, operating system and stuff like that. It's just um, not enough. No, the only thing I can think of is why they've got this, and especially with uh, Xbox, PlayStation haven't, or Sony haven't announced anything about this. But with the Xbox, you've got that the the cloud. And yeah, I've played a bit of that, and it's incredible. Like you don't need. I mean, I've played it on my phone. I didn't download anything. It literally just it streamed it, and it was fine. Um, that's the only reason why I can see this still sticking with just the one terabyte. Um, yeah, um, I, saw, I mean, I saw like some expandable storage options for the Xbox. I think it was for the Xbox that you can get. Um, uh, like the old school ones that you stuck at the front of the console. Yeah, that's like, what we need. Like memory cards and stuff. Yeah. But I think on on the PlayStation Four now, you can put. Add an external hard drive onto the back yeah. of it, which I mean probably will be necessary. But like a two terabyte hard drive, yeah, isn't a massive amount of money, but it is it is extra on top of the console that would be necessary if you plan on playing it for more yeah. than just the exclusives. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think cloud is going to be a big part of this this next gen. But Sony yeah. haven't said anything about this, so I don't know where they're going, which direction they're going. I don't know. Well, they've got PS Now. Um, oh, yeah. F- keep forgetting about that. It's so expensive, though, isn't it? It's like, it's like 8 99 a month, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, it's dropped down then. Yeah, you so can download some of the games on there now, and then you can stream some of the other ones. But um, yeah. I think unless you're solely playing on PlayStation, it's not really worth it. No, that's the thing. But luckily, uh, Sony's starting bringing some of their titles to the PC audience, so 
that's pretty good. Um, I, I'm excited for Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. That should yeah. be really good. Yeah. So, um, which one? I mean, it's it's hard to say at the moment, and um, what console we think is going to be better. Although I, I think, to be honest, the differences are going to be minimal in terms yeah. of performance. Yeah. I think you're probably not going to be able to tell. But which yeah. one are you more excited for? I don't know because the thing is, though, the on, on paper and with everything, like the the one thing that really stands out between the consoles that really is appealing to me is the exclusive games and the backwards compatibility. Yes. Yeah. The, the thing with the exclusive games with the PlayStation Five is it's just got Godfall, and mm-hmm. you know that that sounds interesting, but. The, the exclusive games that I'm excited for PlayStation are Last of Us 2, really. Yeah. And that's coming to PS4 anyway. And, and yeah. Unless they do a remastered version like they did with the original. True, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not really that bothered. I need to see more titles for PlayStation before I yeah. like, give a comment. But the, the thing that really stands out to me is the Xbox's backwards compatibility, which it didn't have with the Xbox One. Um but now you can get all Xbox One games, select 360, and original game Xbox games. Yes. Whereas That's the, massive. Yeah, that that is a huge library. And then you've got the cloud gaming. You got yeah. Um, and you've got Xbox the game, game Pass. Pass as well. That's really good. That's a, the Xbox is looking like a very very good deal at the moment. There's so many good services with the Xbox that Sony are just falling way behind. They are, yeah. And then you get the PlayStation Five, which has got. Almost all PS4 games, including optimized PS4 Pro titles. Now, from yeah. what I've seen of other things, you get a hundred of their best-selling ones. Yes, which that's about it. I mean, that's fine. But why can we not play PS3 games, PS2 games, PS1? You know, they're falling behind, and they're going to lose a lot of audience compared to the Xbox Series X. I think in that respect. But if I had to choose between the two, I think this gen it would be Xbox Series X. Um, That's my um, initial initial opinion as well. Yeah, I'm interested I, to see the SSD on the PS5 to see if it really is a game changer. Yeah. But I mean, I'd rather just have a terabyte custom hard drive. Yeah, and I think like with uh, with the um, I mean the Xbox hard drive uh, ter- terabyte thing. What what am I saying? The Xbox uh, no SSD. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> so the Xbox. Ex- yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the Xbox SSD is is at a set speed, right? Um, yeah. And then the PlayStation One moves around, but I mean, can, is inconsistency that can be a good thing or a bad thing? I suppose you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't so, know the a technicality to it, so neither like, do I. Unless I see it in action, <laughs> um, it just doesn't. You know, it's just a number on a page for me. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I'm quite excited about this console generation. Um, yeah. And I think, for me, it's not necessarily a, not, uh, a question of which one, which console am I going to get. It's a question of which console am I going to get first. Yeah. And yeah. it's probably looking like the Xbox because of just all the, the the great deals they have on it already. Yeah. But like the amount of performance that these consoles can pull, and we don't know how much they're going to be, but I can't imagine they'll be much more than five, six hundred pounds. Yeah. Because like they, you can't convince like. Some parents to buy their their kid a, a like an eight hundred pound console is not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they they have to price it low, and the price per performance four K sixty FPS or a bit low, and you can get one hundred and twenty frames or even more. Mm, yeah, it's a lot exactly. better than what I get. Yeah, on my computer. <laughs> that's the thing. But the the thing that interests me is though it says up to eight K and up to one hundred twenty FPS, and that really determines what the price point is going to be because yep. i mean if you want some a computer that you know just a, a pc that wants to play 4k footage at around 120 fps you're looking at a uh you know nvidia 2080 ti which will set you back like almost a grand you've yep. got all the other accessories you've got the the ram that's going to set you back at least two grand probably I want to know how they're going to get up to 8K and up to 120 FPS mm. on these consoles. I mean, it doesn't. It says up to 120 FPS, but it doesn't actually say what resolution that's going to be. Yes. That, that that could be just 1080 or 720. It could I mean, be, yeah. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the 8K, I mean, one, I don't know why you'd want 8K when there's no 8K TVs. Well, yes. there are, but 
what who's got one who's using them yeah and why would you game on one yeah um, and how the hell are they going to fit a system in there i mean 8 core i just can't imagine proper 4k gaming on an 8 core like you need you need a lot of memory for that and stuff mm. um so i'm really intrigued to see the price what would so you you'd say around 600 600 pound or us it, dollars it would, or something it would be my guess I, I wouldn't be surprised surprised if they are actually losing money initially on the consoles yeah um and they're just trying to like build the money elsewhere through the online services and the the games or whatever i wouldn't be surprised i just don't think they can they can charge over a grand for it i don't think anybody will buy it no no i i definitely think it's going to be past 500 uh i mean it says on this website it says tomsguide.com it says most rumors and expert analysis put both the ps5 and the xbox series x around $500 that's extremely good value <sighs> If for what you're getting, it's yeah, exactly. really good. I mean, I I recently I don't want to like sound like I'm flexing on anyone, but I recently upgraded my PC and I can get 2K gaming around 100 FPS, and that costs 1,200. If they can charge 500 dollars for up to 8K gaming, up 120 FPS, 4K, you know, all this stuff for just 500 dollars, then you know, kudos to them. That's insane. And that's going to really shape how PC works as well. It then, really, like, for me at this point in time, because I have, like, a, a 1080p machine, basically. I've got the beast of 1080p at the yeah, moment. Yeah. But um, if I can run, like, get an Xbox and run games at 144 hertz at 144p, which yeah. is more than what I can do now, I would very much consider playing the majority of my games on there in yeah. the future, especially I mean, with definitely. the Game Pass. Because I played like before PlayStation, uh, before I got my PC. Sorry, I played shitloads of stuff on the 360, and you were there yeah. when we did that. Good times, and I loved it. Loved it. Um, and I would consider going back to it just because it's so much cheaper. I could get a um, the console and a couple of monitors to play on with a headset and the membership and a Game Pass and everything for less than probably the graphics card. Yeah. Exactly. Required to, so to, it's, to run it. It's really going to be interesting if they can do that, and it is, you know, price point five hundred dollars. Even if it's like seven hundred dollars, and you're still, still going to be able good. to play a hundred twenty FPS. I mean, we don't know about, you know, you can say four K game in hundred twenty FPS. But at the end of the day, you still got to take into account, you know, the textures and stuff. You know, on yeah, PC true, you true. can play an ultra four K hundred twenty FPS for the same price as that. So there is that difference. So they may mm. look a bit, you know, not as well textured and stuff like that. But still, all round, if you spent $600 on a computer, you're going to be playing at maybe medium to high yeah, 720 FPS, uh, 720 um, HD um, yeah. with good frame rate. So... It's going to be very interesting to see the price point, but it, it does worry me that they're holding back so much if it's going to be holiday 2020 and True, they still yeah. haven't announced the price. I'm yeah, sure we uh, knew the price for the Xbox One by now. I can't, yeah, tr yeah, true. I mean, I can't imagine it'd be more because bear in mind, like most people are going to be playing Fortnite and FIFA on it. Yeah, <laughs> just transfer like, yeah. over the game they've already been playing yeah, anyway. Exactly. And you, you're not going to convince them to... Pay for an enthusiast enthusiast tier PC, but that ever. is interesting though because you know that that reveal the PS5 one particularly where they're going about the tech stuff. A lot of people who you know the more casual audience who probably are loyal to PlayStation for all their lives and stuff, they're probably mm. watching that thinking none of this stuff matters to me. Like, how yeah. much am I going to be paying? What's yeah. it look like? Because yes. we still don't know what it's looking like. Yes. And, you know, what services do you offer? Like, I don't think a lot of the people, because Fortnite is probably one of the best sellers on Xbox and PlayStation, I don't think they honestly care how many teraflops in the GPU they get. Nope. What resolution they go up to. Like, who cares if you're playing FIFA at 120 frames per second? Yeah. Like, that, that means absolutely nothing. So, um, What does it look like? And what games as well? Because, like, um, one of... Because I was full full team Xbox until I remembered that um, Spider Man Two was going to be on PlayStation. Oh yeah, yeah. 
it's like Spider-Man 1 was a really good game and I want to play that, that second one so mm-hmm. what about these exclusives and what, what are they I mean it's all going to be about the games at the end of the day and how much how much the consoles are yeah exactly but I think the biggest worry is I mean Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 Senua's Saga was great uh, Senua's Sacrifi- Sacrifice the first one was great but mm. and the uh, they they announced that as an exclusive game. I mean that's an in, that was an indie studio until last E3 when they announced they bought them, and that's mm. being labelled as an exclusive game. I mean it's a bit worrying, but it is a good game. But then the other one is Halo Infinite, and I mean they've spent an absolute fortune on that game. Yes. If that flops, what other exclusives have they got? I really hope it's good. <laughs> I, I hope it's good, but I just. It's been in development for like five years now, or more, yeah. or maybe less, actually. We still don't know anything about it. Nope. We've had two E3s where we've seen a trailer and gone, well, that's cool. Or what well, about the gameplay? Yeah, what's it, what's it like to play? So really, I think it is down to the PlayStation and the Xbox exclusives. And from my knowledge of exclusives, PlayStation still wins that for me. It does. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Spider-Man 2, God of War 5, Godfall, uh, Last of Us 3 maybe in that same generation. Yeah. You know, the list is endless for PlayStation exclusives that they can bring out. And they've got Naughty Dog behind them, which are insane. Uh, we could have another Uncharted. There's tons of things. In Xbox, I'm just sort of like, they've got Sea of Thieves. They could bring a second one. I didn't really like the first one. Yeah, but Halo Infinite, which is holding on by a string. Um, yeah. So is Halo, is Halo Infinite on PC as well, or is it just Xbox? Yeah, well, th- that's the other thing. It, all the Xbox games are going straight to PC as well because they've got the Microsoft Store. So it's like, yeah. are they going to lose an audience? Because I want to play Halo on PC personally. Well, yeah, mouse and keyboard. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. PlayStation exclusive wise is the winner. In the long term, for me, yes. But Xbox, in terms of specs and the offerings that they've got, I think that's, I think that's the winner there. So it's difficult. I don't know. We just don't know. We just don't. Yeah. Anyway. But if you, yeah, random price. What would you say? Um, I would guess console on its own, with no games or bundles or whatever. Uh, 5.50 Ooh, that's generous see I'm going for 6.99 just all round yeah I could see that yeah and I the think. thing is like they can always offer a fucking um, pay it off over two years for oh, 20 yeah. quid a month yeah or whatever something like that because most people, people do, do that in game and stuff now anyway like um, or game well we'll talk about game stuff in a minute but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know those places offer credit and if you can afford it, you'd probably if you're going to afford go to buy a console, you're probably going to, you know, yeah. you've got a choice. So the thing um, is, yeah. I think these these consoles because I think we've hit a bit of a wall on gra- I don't know how much further we can go graphically because mm. our game's just looking insane. So I reckon these these consoles will probably be around for a good ten years. Yeah, I think I think after this console war or whatever yeah. you want to call it, console era. I don't think we're going to see many physical consoles. I think you're going to see more cloud gaming, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I reckon that. so. Or they're going to go down the PC route where you can just, you know, take apart upgrade things, the parts upgrade the parts, yeah. Because the Xbox already looks like a mini PC. It does, yeah. So, And I think that's the way to go, really, now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, It'll be interesting. I'm excited to see more. I really want to see what the PS5 looks like. If it's got that controller that everyone keeps showing it, showing off, then mm. I really hope it isn't looking like that because it looks <laughs> awful. But, um, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's the console wall for you. Um, okay, what else have we got? So next, starting next week, on Tuesday, we've got Half-Life Alex. Half-Life returns after 16 years. Um and some people like it, some people hate it. I'm sort of in between. I'm excited, but sort of held back. Uh, have you have you played much Half Life? Did I say Half Life or did I say Halo? Halo Life. <laughs> Halo Life, Alex. <laughs> uh, I've played a little bit of both of them. Yeah. Um, 
I played a bit of Half Life One a few weeks ago, or last, like a couple of weeks ago, because um, it was free. <laughs> oh and yeah, I actually now, so. found it genuinely quite scary when stuff was happening at the start. It really is, isn't it? I didn't yeah. realise how scary it got at the start <laughs> when I was playing creepy. it again. It's really, yeah. Oh, the graphics look pretty trash, but you know. Oh god, yeah, they're <laughs> terrible, aren't they? Um, the voice acting's the best, though. Yeah, yeah. So I've played a bit, but um, is this? The VR one. That's this is out. yeah, the VR one. It's sort of like the introducing Half Life back to the modern world, but they've gone down more the tech experimental route. Well, I mean, they always play around with tech anyway, but um, they want to venture more into the VR world. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what you thought of it. Have you seen the trailers, the gameplay, and stuff? I've seen little bits of it, yeah. But I think um, Big Daddy Gabe is quite <laughs> on his. Um, quite on this VR matrix um, thing at the moment. Yeah, he does seem to like his technology. I mean, I've seen so many interviews with him over the years, and all he talks about is, you know, pushing the boundaries for technology, and, you know, fair to him. I mean, um, to be fair, he did come up with the original Windows, like some of the original Windows, so it doesn't surprise me that he's trying to push technology and stuff like that, but... um, So, I I just hope it's not the future for Half-Life, but... Who knows? I Who mean, knows? like, Half Life was made famous because it really pushed the boundaries of the time. Well, exactly. Yeah. Ma- maybe he's trying to find a way to do that yeah. for Half Life Three confirmed. You know, <laughs> I don't. Th- they they said um, three days till Half Life Alex uh, yesterday, and right. everyone was just like reposting, going, "My <laughs> God, <laughs> Valve said three. <laughs> 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 They've never said three. I'm amazed because usually they're just like, you know, they could do four days and then leave it and then just one yeah. day. They just, there's something about three that they've just never mentioned. Like Team Fortress 3, non existent. Left 4 Dead 3, non existent. Dota 3. Dota 3, non existent. <laughs> just that do probably like, never exist. <laughs> no, no, just do expansions, DLC, but just do not put a three on it. Man, why haven't they done Left 4 Dead 3? Uh, because Left 4 Dead 2 was such a great three. game. <laughs> Why stop? Left 4 Dead's a great game. It would not surprise me if Gabe Newell, at home, he's got all these like superstitious things, like he's got horseshoes on his computer and stuff like that. He's like <laughs> super superstitious. Um, but yeah, uh, so w- do you think you'd ever get a VR system? Uh, not at the moment. Why's that? I mean, because, I don't know, I just doesn't, like, I think I'd be scared um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep thinking when I watch the gameplay video, and I was like, "Oh, I've got to get a VR set to, um, you know, play Half Life again." And then I was playing two, and I was going through Raven's uh, Ravenholm, which is absolutely terrifying as it is. I was like, "How am I going to do this in VR?" I'd literally, I'd have a heart attack every yeah. five seconds. I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified of any game, uh, Animal Crossing VR. Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> And like Something's even, falling out of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> even like even Minecraft, like I played that, oh, and God, I'm scared yeah. of creep because creepers just, you know, creep up on you. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so even that, when I'm just playing it in, I suppose 2D, even that that's quite terrifying at times. Um, so when you're actually in that world, watching everything and seeing things coming towards you. I don't know. That's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I th- when they start, when there's more games that are fully fledged, actual proper games that aren't jank when yeah. you play them, I think I'd be interested. But at the moment, I think VR's not quite, not quite yeah. there. It's definitely gone its way, but it's not quite there. I just hope that um, this Half Life game is the turning point for VR. I mean, they yeah. may lose a bit of money, maybe. Depending on you know if people can buy headsets and just want to get involved in VR, but um, yeah, I just hope it's the turning point for good games. Mm. But if it's just Half Life Alex and then you've got some indie games, it's just never gonna it's never no. gonna pick up. I don't think. No. Um, but anyway, speaking of Valve, it's very interesting that for some reason I, can't, I don't know the context to this, but Gabe Newell finally addressed. Epic Games recently, mm. and he said everybody benefits. Everybody benefits from competition with Epic, which is uh, quite interesting because they're the 
biggest competitors. So I just yeah. wonder what that means. I mean, we do as consumers. Yeah. And I mean, maybe he does because every time Epic gets an exclusive, they get bad press. Yeah, I think it's that really. So maybe that's what he's talking about. I don't think it's that he's like, oh, you know, it helps because we can compete against each other. I think it's honestly because every time Epic does something, everyone's like, oh, Steam's better. And he's just like, well, that's good publicity and we haven't done anything. So Yeah, no, they just carry on and they're, they don't really change. No. <laughs> Valve doesn't really do anything. <laughs> the thing just... is, though, that Steam, when it first came out, everyone like hated it because it was, you know, you had to be online, you had to have authentication and stuff like that, and people were just like, I don't want to constantly be online. I mean, you still hear that in some games where they're like, you need to be online to do frequent updates, like PlayStation, for example. You can't yeah. play some games, even though the single player, without being online, and people hate so that. Dumb. And it's yeah. like everyone hated Steam for that, but for some reason now Steam is like the god of everyone, and everyone <laughs> just hates Epic. I mean, they have done some dodgy stuff, Epic, Epic but you know. And yeah, day. and I think when people hear, some people hear Epic, they think Fortnite, and they think I'm gonna just get a hate on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they. I mean, some of the free games they offer are incredible. I mean, they they've got um, Stanley's Parable at the moment for free on Epic Games great game which is a fantastic game and i mean to get it for free yeah it's still better than sony and stuff who <laughs> yeah well, they did they offer free games as well but you know well if you got playstation plus you can get a free game the same with xbox yeah. i think like, yeah that's um, true but i mean it's still shared. it's still a great service i mean steam doesn't offer a free nope. game every month so, no it doesn't you know and they don't they don't ask for anything you can have a epic account they probably transferring all your details to China or something like that but <laughs> at the end of the day you, you all you got to do is sign up and you can get a free library of games to play every month just you don't have to spend a penny so you know Not devil's, bad. It's what... devil's a advocate for uh, epic games there but you know yeah there's yeah. some benefits well, to it so as as we are not game developers or shareholders of these companies, we Do can benefit from the competition, you know? Yeah. Like, I, th I thought you said shitholders there for a session. Oh, we're, so, we're definitely shitholders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Um, yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I think Gabe Mule's got a point, but at the same time, I think uh, I, I think he's only saying that because he knows that he's got people in their pockets, in his pockets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, but also... What else has happened this week? So Resident Evil 3's demo launched, but you know it came out at the same time as Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing, which I don't know about you, but I think a bit of a bad timing. I would have waited a week or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of slipped under the radar a bit, I think. Um, and I don't really know much about Resident Evil, to be honest. I don't think I've, I've played one. Have you played one? Uh, I played a bit of uh, Resident Evil 2, and I thought it was fantastic, but... I don't know, something about Resident Evil 3 that is just not appealing at the moment. I think it's because of, their, of Nemesis, the thing that chases you. Right. And it's much faster, it's got sort of a teleport feature which can, you know, he's got this rope which he sort of like fires out and then flings himself to it. And I'm just like, I don't know, that just doesn't yeah. appeal to me, that's a bit too much. Like, 2 was fine because he slowly walks to you. Yeah. 3, that just sounds a nightmare. But I don't know. It's never been my type of game. No. Um, don't really play scary games. No. <laughs> what, are you, what are you playing at the moment then? You said you were playing your way through some stuff. The Final uh, Fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, I've been playing a bit of Final Fantasy X and I bought a few Final Fantasy games recently just to play through those. Yeah. You excited um, for Seven Remake? Yeah, I played the demo for that and it was very good. Oh, did you? Um, I, I, missed I liked that. it a lot. Yeah. It's free on obviously it's free on PlayStation if you wanted to. Oh, is it still free? Oh, that's good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still on there. Um, mm -hmm. It's worth it's worth giving a go. Like, it's kind of like what um, the gameplay is like. What Final Fantasy Fifteen should have been. Yeah. If it just had a bit more time. Um, it's still and voice acting is great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, graphics are amazing. Voice acting is great. Yeah. I think it's going to be um, a big hit. They've and really gone to town with the remake. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. it. I mean, and the first... I mean, they're doing it in chapters. Yeah. But the first chapter's going to be like 40 hours. 
Oh, and God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's three years. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, And it's only like a small part of the game. Like, You don't even leave the first city. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, God. I hope it doesn't drag. I, I can't imagine it will, but... No, I just think it's going to just take a shitload of time to do everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I kind of like it like that, because, I mean, it's kind of daunting nowadays to be like, there's a 150-hour game ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, God. I, th- I think <laughs> but, it's never a marketing point if you're like, this is how many hours our game is. It's like, yeah, but is it good? Like, yep. It's fine saying you've got that many hours, but is it worthwhile playing it? Or is it five hours of good play, 100 hours of... Nah. Yeah. Nah. Witcher 3, I'll happily play for 80 hours straight if I could. But Yes. Yeah, that's because. I mean, we have the time now, so. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. If I start now, by the time I finish yeah. it, we'll be able to leave. So. <laughs> we can go outside again. Yeah, we can go outside. I'll be like pale, massive bags <laughs> under my eyes. <laughs> my hands like formed into a mouse, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> formed with your computer yeah. as one. <laughs> I'm constantly scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> People think I'm like turned into E.T. or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh god. Um, and what else is in the news? We've got Controls DLC coming out soon, but not for Xbox. They've timed exclusive for three months with PC and PlayStation, which... <laughs> What? <laughs> They've upset people again because Control was an Epic exclusive already and now they're going PlayStation and PC exclusive so Xbox are already angry at them. <laughs> You've so. ex- <laughs> exclusive for PC but not Xbox? Yeah, it doesn't what? make sense. I guess, I guess it was coming to PlayStation but Sony are trying to be more like open with the PC market so they went, Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll let them have it as well. I guess it's going straight to um, uh, Epic again. I think it is an Epic exclusive, which would make sense. But yeah, poor poor Xbox, <laughs> it's completely <laughs> rolled out there. Um, I'm still yet to play Control. It looks really good. No, I've seen some the videos about it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, I may get it. It's on sale at the moment, so uh, if you if you want to try Control, there you go. It's on uh, about fifty percent off, I think. I don't nice. Know. If you've got nothing to do, which most of us you do. don't, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, controls on sale. Uh, but also, you've got a new hero going to Overwatch. Have you played much Overwatch recently? Or I uh, played a little bit recently. Um, I do have phases of Overwatch every so often. Yeah, it's still um, a fun game to play. Despite I Blizzard. do enjoy it. Yes, despite Blizzard. Um, What's the what's the name's hero's name? Echo. Echo. I, I mean, she's been announced. Uh, she's been re- like rumored for months on end. I think since the mm. first game poster before its launch had her in it. Yeah. And then they cut her out for some reason. I don't know why. But what I have enjoyed recently on Overwatch is I didn't know this because I only started playing it again the other day that they've added some like story co-op missions oh, on with some cutscenes and stuff, and it's quite interesting to. See the scenarios with the the characters. Oh, that's cool. I've only played a couple of them. Getting, re- get getting look- people ready for Overwatch Two, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty interesting, and um, you get a loot box every time you do it. So, uh, yeah, I hope they continue that, that over that. because that was actually a good idea: is to make you actually earn those loot boxes or the rewards, like uh, yes. the skins, like get ten wins and you unlock the skin. It's like finally, I can actually work for something. Um, yeah. Whereas before it was just sort of like a chance that you could maybe get a good skin that you wanted, mm. or you just get a duplicate and then you got to wait again. So yeah, I hope I just find it weird that they're still announcing heroes for Overwatch, considering they announced Overwatch two at the last BlizzCon. Yeah, is when that, is that due out? Is that next year? I have no idea anymore. They sort of just dropped it again after uh, they messed up Reforged. Yeah, um, I think people yeah, were just yeah. like, "Oh, I see what you're doing. You're just gonna." launch Overwatch 2 like you did with uh, Destiny 2 um, and just, you know, take it back to basics again. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, oh, no. 2015? Oh, that's that's the first. Um, November... F- oh, no, that's BlizzCon. It doesn't say. doesn't say a date, so... It could be knows? a while then, to be fair. could be 2021, for all we know. It'll, be, it'll probably yeah. be holidays. It'll probably come out with a new... Um, 
Oh, will it come out with a new console just before? It'd be stupid I mean, to release it just before a new console, but yeah, that's more maybe. money for them then if they have this it on both platforms. Year, with the new consoles, be. could be. I mm. mean, it doesn't look like it's massively graphically different. Like, not that it needs to be. No, like it, I don't not, think not any Blizzard games are. Yeah, you know? Well, yeah, the Reforge was pretty uh, trash, but yeah, yeah. But luckily. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks all right. I don't see any real difference. I mean, the story could be good, but uh, I don't know. You're fighting against bots. How engaging can that be for yeah, I mean, 10, 15 I hours? I do enjoy the, the, the online, though, because it's not like a Twitch shooter. It's got more to it than that, so I do. that's yeah. what I do like. Obviously, people have been playing Overwatch for years, so that's nothing new, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, I, 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 want, I, I occasionally get the urge to go back and play it. I mean, I don't have any multiplayer shooters at the moment that I really want to play. Yeah, that's what brought me back to it, though, because I was playing Call of Duty, um, the Battle Royale, and then, like, what shooters do I have because I want to play a shooter now? And I didn't really want to play Apex because I'm not really that into Battle Royales. Yeah. So I just fell into Overwatch and I've been having fun. It's good. That's pretty good. I mean, the only other one that I'd really want to play on a regular basis is um, Rainbow Six Siege. I haven't got it, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of like a more realistic version of Overwatch. You know, you've got the team-based mechanics and stuff. Mm. Um, I'd be interested in playing it. It's quite cheap at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I think it went free to play. I, I could be completely wrong. Well, but, that's the case. I'll be downloading it in a second. Yeah, I mean, a lot has come out since, so you'll be missing a lot of features, like, you know, new heroes yeah, and stuff, and- but... Six uh, seventy nine for the oh, base it? game. It must have been free weekend or something like that then. Oh, it's got like passes and stuff on it though. Oh, there's, it. yeah, there's tons of passes because they have yeah. like seasonal events and stuff like that, or the seasons. I can't remember what yeah. it's called. New heroes and it's stuff. One, yeah, it's one of those games. I don't think I'd want to go in solo, you know, because I, I wouldn't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the problem with. Overwatch and Rainbow Six, there's a certain point you get to where you're just like, oh, I can play solo for a, like more casual, but then if I wanted to sort of up that, I've suddenly got to find people that are willing to be in the team and stuff and play with randoms. But when you get into that level, you really want a team dynamic. Yeah. That kind of yeah kind of ruins it, ruins it if you're just soloing it and stuff like that. It can be done, but it's not my cup yeah. of tea. So. But yeah. Well, that's... Uh, that's basically everything, I think. And we've got GameStop refusing to shut during this this period because they class themselves as essential retail. But you know, quite honestly, they, I don't I don't want to give them the time of day. Really, I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, apparently, my friend also said that a, a place in Toronto, uh, I think it was Electronic Arts or something like that. Um, EA, <laughs> EA, EA. <laughs> not not again. <laughs> not again. Yeah, uh, apparently they they did a midnight midnight launch for Animal Crossing, despite the fact that oh, they're supposedly in lockdown. Lockdown. So, for God's sake, look, why are people so dumb? <laughs> game stores, you're not essential retail. No, just go digital. Clothes. Go digital yes. until everything re- reopens, and then yeah. then you can go to your midnight launches. But oh, it just doesn't make sense. You're not essential retail. Your games. No. Come on. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, so that's been uh, that's the week in news for the podcast. Uh, thank you, RJ Maxi, for joining me. Yes, no problems. It's been a pleasure to talk to you about the latest consoles. That's mainly what we talked about, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> most of it. Uh, yeah, if you like this podcast, make sure you check it out on all the platforms. Also, check out my YouTube channel for all the latest videos, impressions, all that jargon. And Rob, do you Twitch anymore? Or? <laughs> Not Twitch is in your mind. I right? don't. I'm not head. necessarily doing anything at the moment, but that could change as I have lots of time. You got so, lots of time. Start making <laughs> like, videos. Do anything. So I might might start doing some stuff soon. Yeah, why not? Well, check out RJ Maxi on the platform, and maybe you'll catch him online at <laughs> randomly. <laughs> He's got nothing else to do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, take it easy during this uh, tough period. But we'll we'll all get through it. Stay safe. Uh, yeah, stay safe. Thanks for listening, guys. Wash those guys. hands. Yeah, <laughs> wash your hands. Uh, especially after listening to this podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 
Take it easy. See you Bye. Later. Bye.